0: Welcome to the second episode of The Consumerist. I'm Sarah.
1: I'm Ricky. We have bonded. Well, we've bonded over our shopping for years, Sarah. So um, it feels so right to be um, here weekly with you talking about our favorite topic.
0: I know. We literally have weekly conversations. So uh, it makes a lot of sense that uh, we're we're doing this together. So I'm excited. Look at us. Second episode.
1: Second episode. And I'm really excited because by... Some measure, we have 17 view uh, listeners <laughs> now,
0: <laughs>
1: which I think most of those spins have been us, like double checking. Like for example, <laughs> for example, I cough really badly at at about the 47 minute mark, and um, and you even <laughs> you even said, "Oh, we'll have to edit that out." And I did not edit that out. So you know, we're learning <laughs> as we go.
0: Absolutely, we appreciate the 17 people who have been listening i I think I can name most of them but it's still exciting that we're definitely can we're too doing the it.
1: our first you know our kind of like big milestone will be when a total stranger tunes in
0: absolutely we'll have to so figure we'll out have a way to see to
1: find that yeah yeah we'll have to figure <laughs> out who that is um, and also just as a precursor, we're trying out a new technology. We're, we're not together right now. We're recording on mics like a, like a double ender with new mics, <laughs> new tech, everything. So, you know, that's just kind of like keeping it fresh for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Trying something new. Ricky's been offering tech support this afternoon. So hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully it sounds good and uh, we'll see well, what we, happens.
1: We both have ancient macbooks because like one of the weird things about working as well wherever um especially in creative industries is that you get wonderful new up-to-date like macbook pros wherever you work and you don't need to use your own personal one but now we've kind of shifted um, and we have other types of computers for work and our own resources are dwindling
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I have not updated my Mac in like five years. So it's time. Anyway, it's time it's time we're... for me
1: too, but you know, <laughs> mine keeps dying on me as we speak.
0: That's okay, but we'll we'll get going. And yeah, so we've also kind of testing out a bit of a new structure. So we know our seventy minute podcast last week was, you know, a little long, but I think it was there was some good stuff as we kind of got our footing and figured it out. So this week I we applaud the structure.
1: <laughs> I applaud anyone who made it through
0: <laughs> the whole minute seventy minutes. <laughs>
1: Like, that is longer than a movie has to be to be entered into the Oscars. Oh, my
0: Yeah, we...
1: A feature film. One day
0: we'll we'll get there, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: How was your week, Sarah?
0: It's been good. Yeah, it's been uh, really cold here in Alberta. So we've been... uh, I've been hibernating a little bit the last few days, but...
1: uh, Yeah, I feel like I'm nesting a little bit, too.
0: Yeah, and so I think nesting always leads me to look around my house and think, hmm... What can I buy? What do I need for this house? And I don't know. I I think I know you're a you're a big Christmas decorator, but I'm a I'm a December first kind of gal when it comes to Christmas. Like I don't want Christmas decorations before December first.
1: Oh no, that's absolutely us too. December first. Which, I, well, this year it's like November twenty ninth or something because that's the Saturday or the Sunday. Yeah,
0: fair. Yeah, yeah, that's kind we, of the way it goes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we don't do any decor. We don't do any music or anything Christmassy until that day, and it shortens your window of fun but makes it more special
0: to me absolutely and uh so i've and you know i don't usually go like crazy with my decorating because i usually fly back to ontario for christmas and i don't know in december i feel like i used to always be out at events and parties and doing stuff and not really and then obviously in my office in the day so this year is going to look a little different so i'm thinking i'm gonna you know really uh really go for it with the decorating so i like it yeah we'll see how it goes so i've just been kind of doing a um, you know, a little bit of a creep, kind of seeing what's out there in the world of Christmas decorations because I admittedly don't have a ton. So, mm-hmm. been stalking Crate and Barrel's website, looking oh, at some my so stuff good. on IKEA. Uh, the Bay has a lot of great stuff. So, yeah, Absolutely. I'll keep you, I'll keep you updated. But that's that's my week. How about you yours? Know, oh. Well.
1: Oh well, no. I was gonna say, you know, I love this idea of being in the field with you, but you are too shy to record with me
0: as we shop. <laughs> I know. But I
1: want to take. I want to go together to IKEA to look at all the new Christmas stuff and like all the decor, um, and the and and everything. Maybe it would be a fun little on the, in the field. Venture probably not, it, but maybe.
0: Well, I think it's still worthy for us to do a trip together to kind of see what's there, but whether or not we record in the field, yes. So that that's a good. Ricky and I met up yesterday uh, and checked out the new Aritzia Cafe, the AOK Cafe in Chinook Center, and he tried to get me to record a live on location, and I just <laughs> couldn't. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So
1: <laughs> I think it's the difference between me being from like I started in TV, where you had to go with a camera anywhere and be fine with it you know what I mean whereas magazines uh which is really your kind of passion um and mine uh you can be a little more discreet
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a yeah that's a good way to think about it for sure
1: (laughs) yeah totally well uh, last week I went on vacation um Mm, yes and it was a little bit of a there were highs and lows Sarah Oh my God! Uh,
0: yep, there certainly was. There were
1: highs and lows. So we went to Jasper Park Lodge, which is where like Prince Harry and Meghan went for a, a oh, retreat. Yeah. Like, I forgot right?
0: about that. Yeah. yeah so
1: I. And I know it. I've stayed there before. Um, I know that it's a premium property, um, or it should be. And yeah, Matt and I um, took five, like we we're going to stay there for five nights, which is a splurge. <sighs> what a luxury. it is. Yeah. yeah, it's such a luxury. And we we're really looking forward to it. And we got there and the property was so beautiful. Everything was so nice. And the lodge is really great. Like, um, but you know uh, what? And,
0: sorry. And just to interject, if no mm. one has ever seen photos of the JPL or been lucky enough to go there. I remember when I went there with a a few girlfriends a few years ago, a bunch of them were like, this looks like Kellerman's uh, from Dirty Dancing, a Dirty Dancing reference. It has this very, I mean, we were there kind of. It is,
1: it's like camp.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's and it's the setting is, I mean, more beautiful than Kellerman's. They have a private, like,
1: it's truly stunning. It's actually, do you watch uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel?
0: I don't, no.
1: Ah, okay, in the first season they go to, like, this, like, Cat Skills Retreat as well, right? Like kind of like Dirty Dancing and that it's similar kind of vibe, and the yeah. feel and like I could see it being just like that in summer, but in the winter, like this was just shoulder season. We were gonna just take it slow. Have a lot. We brought cocktail kits and everything like yeah. with us. Like we were just gonna have such a good time and um, sit and write our you know thank you notes for our wedding and thing like that, things like that. And um, yeah, you know what? It was all just a little bit like the luster to me was a little lost. The bedding wasn't great. The room was a little tired. Um, the food was terrible. We had like really bad service Ugh. and I was just, I don't know. I don't know. It was just strange. Like even I went to like their little tuck shop and no one was ever there. There was always like a sign saying that they would be back in an hour. And it was just a little, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So it's we, so
0: disappointing because yeah, it's, it's just really such... Dis- yeah, I mean Fairmonts are kind of known for that service, and especially the mountain properties or like they're yeah, yeah, yeah
1: they're <laughs> I mean they really have the potential to be truly five-star plus 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 Condé Nast top 10 list properties. I know. Um and they could they should be. They just should be for the and the and the money that we want to spend there to have that experience. Um so we cut our stay short by a night and we went to our yours and my true, <laughs> true, and tr- tried and true favorite, uh, JW married in Edmonton, so uh, just cause I want, yeah, I wanted to kind of like take a different route home because of the weather mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, hit up the Uniqlo, which brings me, and the JW is great. Had an, had a great experience, good service. Um, very happy with that, but, um, okay. So I went back to Uniqlo, you know how I found <laughs> my perfect I found my perfect jeans last time we were there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The
1: Uniqlo U jean for 2020. I don't know. Fall 2020. And they were, they're so cheap. It's, it's insane for the quality. Um, I got, now they're $30 a pair on sale, (laughs) which means they're. I think they make more limited amounts of the Uniqlo U line, like rather than their standard line. Um, so they're selling through, right? But now I own them in every color and two sizes, because right now I'm one size, but I'm almost another size and I'm, <laughs> I'm reducing as we know. <laughs> so now I, yeah, so I, I continue to buy and I bought their thermal underwear and, and all that stuff. Also, I... Fell I'm I've fallen in love with Shiseido Foaming Face Wash. It's their future oh, solutions. Yeah. It's so good. And of course, shoppers had a 20 times the points event. Mm. Went in. Oh yeah. And I had a twenty dollar gift card kind of thing that they gave me from a previous points um, you know, incentive. And um and got that. So that's kind of my like my my purchases of the week, which I feel very good about. I think I'm cutting myself off for fashion purchases this year. I'm yeah, good for you the fall.
0: saying that. So are we talking... Okay, so we're talking Everything. the fall, which ends on December 21st or 20th. So then are you going to make clothing purchases, like, into the winter, do you think? I mean, this is... I'm impressed by this.
1: No, I think I'm done. I actually have purchased multiples of many things. I haven't even taken tags off certain things. Mm. Um, I even had, like... Last year, um, I bought some pieces right before COVID for spring and I, I didn't even wear those. Like, so I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm focusing now on gift gifts, right? So, um, yeah. I think I'm done buying, buying clothing and stuff for myself for a while. Um, and I'm going to like start really thinking about other people. <laughs> Imagine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I commend that and I maybe need to take a little bit of ah. um, inspiration from that because No, I'm, you don't. I am just well, you know, I think there is something to being a bit more mindful about purchases and kind of finding the right things. Quality over quantity is something I've definitely developed in my uh, I get that in my wiser later years here. So <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. what Okay, saying that, what did you buy last week? Well or up until now.
0: I've really been on, um, trying to find a pair of like leather pants. So whether it's leather tights or whatever. And I don't know, I feel like I've been getting fed Instagram ads constantly for the Spanx leather tights. Oh uh, yeah. I'm liking that. Yeah. So I went and bought a pair from Nordstrom last week and I just was not in the mood. So I just grabbed them. Are um, they the Spanx
1: ones?
0: Yeah. I got the Spanx ones. So, I, okay. and they're, you know, they're pretty expensive. Um, yeah. so I got them home. Tried them on and I had read the reviews on them, and people said that they fit pretty small. So, to size up, so I kind of in between sizes, I sized up and they were so <laughs> tight. I was like, ah, this is not happening. So, I went back yesterday and this is my, this is terrible shopping and I will not recommend this. I always tell people to try things on, but yesterday I just was like, ah, I'm just gonna grab the next size up, these are gonna fit. And I didn't try them on, tried them on when I got home last night, and they still don't fit. So I just, I don't uh, think these banks leggings are for me. I don't know. Uh,
1: okay. I'm very interested in what the leggings, like what is the ultimate leather or faux, faux leather legging out there?
0: Yes. I believe the term is... Vegan leather, leather that we're using Le- vegan leather. vegan leather, and vegan I'm like, leather. no, it's you know, I've always said whoever came up with the term vegan leather is a lifestyle marketing genius, quite frankly. Well, but
1: true, <laughs> but it sounds to me like they're using vegans
0: <laughs> as the <laughs> as
1: the leather. It just well, seems kind of strange to me.
0: Yeah, the copy the copy editor and you can't take that term, <laughs> eh? yeah. No, I um honestly, I don't know. I would say the Spanx leather. Vegan leather leggings have long been hailed as kind of the top ones, so oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. And they have, they kind of have a cult following, and they do have really good reviews. I'd say the Aritzia ones are also really popular, um, but again, with these kind of leggings, like the, the Aritzia ones, you have to size down. The recommendation on that is to size down to like a ridiculously small size, kind of like ram oh. yourself into them, and then they stretch out, and they then stretch, out. stretch, Whereas these ones, it's kind of like the opposite of that. So I don't know. I maybe it's not. Maybe yeah. it's not the leggings. Maybe it's me. I'm also kind of like, eh, I don't know if I really want to wear leggings and nothing against people who do. I'm like, I just don't know if I'm like in the leggings as pants, like vibe right now. Yeah. So are
1: you looking I to heavily know. invest in a leggings look right now?
0: Exactly. And like, I do like it with like an oversized sweater, but oh, I'm like, me
1: too. Mm. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. So
0: I have them, I tried them on at the end of the day, which I don't know, is a good idea. So I'm going to try them on again you know, maybe tomorrow morning when I'm fresh and then, uh, I'll see how I feel, but I'll report back. So the Spanx, the Spanx leggings were on my, uh, were on my purchase list this week. Um, and then I kind of talked about it last week. Um, when your husband, Matt came into our our Mm -hmm. studio and he was wearing a parka and I was like, I really want one like that. So I don't know. I know this is a really weird place to buy one from, but Abercrombie and Fitch has like all these jackets. And so, Abercrombie has had this weird resurgence in the last few years. They kind of um they hit the influencer circuit. Like they got on all okay. the, the bloggers and the influencers and have been like really pushing. And they've done some uh, some huge revitalizations to the brand, which get in get into on a later episode. But I've kind of dabbled in their stuff before and I'm, you know, I am yeah, kind of impressed I'm, with the quality sometimes.
1: Sometimes sometimes I'm not. I just don't I think it's at one time hit-ness. Abercrombie was very kind of luxe and then they kind of went really big brand and I hope they're trying to pull back like, and really make it high quality and um, you know, super attainable luxury or attainable lifestyle
0: yeah, I think they're still trying to find their footing honestly, but they have I've always really loved their jacket. So they have mm. um, they have these great parkas they, they call them Sherpa line parkas, but they're um, exactly the look I was looking for and they had wow. a crazy flash sale last week. and so these jackets were normally 250 I think and I got one for 110 bucks. so oh it's, yeah yeah. See, this is, yeah
1: I like it. Oh, I wish I had known so I did this gift card purge, um, at my, at my place, I have a drawer where all the, every card, every business card, everything goes. And I have a really bad habit of using gift cards a hundred percent and keeping the card and putting it (laughs) back into the rotation. And then I'm confused as to what the balance is and what
0: yeah, it's, that it's, would obviously be so confusing. It's so
1: confusing. and It's such a bad habit. And um, so I kind of went through them, like checked all the balances, called stores. <laughs> I was like really, like really bored one day and did this. And um, turns out I have at Abercrombie and Fitch. What happened was Matt bought something there, like underwear or something, because their underwear is, is really good too for men. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that, but, yeah. But didn't. No, it wouldn't have been underwear because you can't return it. See, he returned something that he bought, like a, a fleece or something like that. And we had $17 left on a gift card. And so I have $17 on an Abercrombie gift card that you could have used. It could have been oh. like $90. Oh, well,
0: uh, I'll have to I'll have to go through your gift card pile next time I'm in your house. I have, a, yeah. I
1: have $11 on a winner's gift card.
0: Oh, okay. good. <laughs> you noted. know what I actually
1: kind of want to get with that um, is one of those jade rollers.
0: Oh, I just yeah. want a jade roller. Do like it. You that's a good place that. to look at it. Yeah, I have one. And I was actually, I forgot that I had it. And I was digging out, cleaning out a bathroom cupboard and I found it. So yeah, that's, good. I, uh, that's a good place to kind of search for one of those. Um, but yeah, so my jacket's supposed to not, I ordered it online, which is always a risky game to play. Um, especially with jackets, I have wider shoulders. So I find mm, um, I'm, so sizing can be hard for me, but right. it's set to arrive tomorrow. So update oh. update next week if I, you know if I kept it.
1: It's true, you know, although I see the allure of online ordering compared to I like I like both experiences because there's nothing like receiving something in the mail. It's oh, just it's so great. It's the best.
0: Something to look forward to, you know, the rush of it. So it's uh, it's well, not a rush
1: to everyone, but it is for
0: us. Oh gosh, yeah. So that's uh that's that's my shopping this week. Kind of um the legging saga and uh, the jacket, but yeah, I'm kind of, I think I'm, well, we'll get to like what I'm scoping out next, but we'll get to that later. But
1: yeah. Yeah. Because that's a kind of a, a fun thing to talk about right now, especially when we're gearing into a uh, gifting season and, and really looking at the home and, and all those types of things. And we know that black Friday is coming up. We know that cyber Monday, then we know that, you know,
0: I know All and I've Boxing heard a lot of stuff. Totally. And I've heard a lot of stuff. Um I've seen I've read some stuff and I've kind of seen um some businesses trying to promote there's a lot of sales kind of been popping up I would say in like recent weeks. I just today saw Sage has 20% off. Mm-hmm. Um I think Everlane sent me like a 15% off, but I, I think you have to be subscribed to their emails for this. I think what they're doing is they don't really want the like, cru- uh, and I've read that stores don't really want the crush of black sale, no. obviously, give it, or sorry, uh, Black Friday, given COVID. Yes. So I think there's going to be a lot of the sales sort of being drawn out over a longer period of time. So I like but it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's important, but I feel like well, it it's going to be hard to change that consumer mentality, though, of this one day, you know?
1: Of the rush of the day. But I, I do feel like, uh, there used to be when I was growing up, like, and like in years past, um, there were very specific days where you could get something on sale. Um, now sales are just a part of the fashion and retail pipeline. Like it's constant, it's a constant sales cycle. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're starting to get really disillusioned by what the real price is, you know, like when, <laughs> right? So like, so, and, and I think that, um, there was a really good article in the New York times. We should dig it up for uh, a future episode where, um, it's kind of like the death of retail where they start to talk about sweatpants forever. Did you, do you oh, remember yeah. this one?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've read so many articles with the death of retail for sure. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and the fact that it was just, it's such a churn and it's such a churn and it's such a churn and there's always sales and there's always special collaborations and stuff like that, that, uh, designers need to create such special lines for every single retailer. And Mm -hmm. it just, it's too much. People are scaling back. They want something simpler. They want a simpler, refined offering, and they want to understand the pricing and they don't want as many sales necessarily. They just want to pay fairly for the stuff that they're looking at. Right.
0: Absolutely. It's yeah, but that's a hard, that is going to be a hard
1: it's hard. Consumer
0: cycle to break, right? Well, I think, really, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good segue into our theme. Yeah. We have a theme guys. We're actually going to stay on topic.
0: We are. And we will not deliver you a 70 minute podcast. I mean, it might be 65, <laughs> it's happening, but actually.
1: it's going to be <laughs> 69, but you know, uh, we're already at like 20 minutes, but we're fine. We're good. Um, it is what it is. Right hmm So we're um we're investigating um brand collaborations, brand extensions, diffusions, expansions, all those types of things like hits and misses. Um Sarah and I had this idea when we were sitting at having a really wonderful coffee and a nice experience at the A, what's it called? AOK.
0: OK? Cafe, yep.
1: hmm at Aritzia in the Chinook Center. And it's really beautiful. They did a good job. Um if you yeah, didn't the decor know, were- great. Yeah, it's good. It's like next level. So, um, and it feels kind of local. They did a really, really nice job. So I think one way that retailers are going to survive, whatever happens, um, is when we start going back, they need experiences and they need, you know, to be special and to be, to have immersive brand experiences. Um, for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. You can't. Uh... So it was funny because I was kind of like, "Does Aritzia really need its own cafe?" And this is the fourth one. So there's one in, um, okay. there's one in Toronto on Blur on, at the Blur location. There's one uh, in Soho in New York at that location, and then um, Maple View in Burlington, which is kind of for people not familiar. Maple View is sort of the big mall between, I guess, like Toronto and Hamilton. I spent Mm -hmm. a lot of time there growing up as a kid. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, so that one's inside of a mall too. So um, it's kind of interesting, but I thought, you know, why does it it really need a cafe? But then when you, I kind of started doing some research and thinking about it, this concept isn't really new. So there's a lot of, you know, high-end retailers, um, Tiffany has its own cafe mm-hmm. in New York. Armani has something like 20 restaurants. One of them is Michelin starred. So, oh, isn't that uh, interesting? Yeah. So this is, n- and and then you even have, you know, like the Nordstrom's and Saks of the world. Nordstrom and, has its own cafe. Yeah. And Holt
1: Renfrew, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're creating, um, an experience at the, at the, um, retail outlet or a flagship, that makes you want to stay longer. Absolutely. It, you can create a day around it. You can plan a lunch, a morning and afternoon. You can meet your family. Um, it's smart.
0: Yeah. It's driving in that foot traffic because I think, you know, they talk a lot about a lot of the articles around this talks about how, millenn- the, you know, the insane buying power of millennials of how that, and millennials, I think a lot of people don't understand the age range of m- millennials, but millennials are kind of in their like 40 to like 20 something year olds, like yep, that's millennials. Right. So if you think about that, that's like a whole demographic of people in their thirties and early forties and late twenties that have money and that are spending. Right. And so the, yeah. they want to drive these, they want to appeal to this generation, uh, that is expecting a certain kind of experience, um, is looking for these sort of, uh, unique shopping experiences. And also I think, drawing people offline a little bit, because I think when you're in store and you have this kind of great experience and you make a whole day of it, you are gonna spend more. You're just going to kind of build a loyalty to a brand if it's more than just a, transa- a just a transaction around clothes. So it, it's really interesting to see um, And it's kind of, like you said, saving the retail landscape a little bit. Like what will become of malls? Because, you know, we're seeing so many brands closing. So I don't know. I think it's a really, it is a kind of cool concept. And, you know, Aritzia did a great job with these cafes. So it'll be interesting to see what other brands kind of follow suit, what else emerges.
1: Yeah. And especially Mm. in Canada, because we don't usually see these innovative brand extensions the same way that the rest of the world sees it. So I applaud them. I even remember, um, although uh, rest in peace, Frank and Oak at um, the West Edmonton Mall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they oh. had this barber shop in the front, and it was nice. And you thought, okay, this is kind of like visionary thinking for, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's like revolutionary, but it is visionary for brands in Canada to think this way. And to invest in the um, the malls or the um, storefronts or, or high street shopping, um, we just aren't really served the same way.
0: I, I you, agree. And it's, it's important. It's important to, like, this is the kind of stuff that innovated. like you said, the word innovative, I think that's really smart. That's a really good term, because that is what's going to help the Canadian retail landscape moving forward. I think
1: so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting people um,
0: into malls. Yeah.
1: It's so true. Getting people back into malls and, and overcoming when COVID-19 is less scary, overcoming those negative perceptions of gathering. Um, yeah. And why would we gather? Well, we would gather for, we can order anything online, but what can't we get? We can't get interaction. We can't get customer service necessarily mm-hmm. the same way online. We mm-hmm. can't get expert opinions. We can't get food and drink and beverage. Yeah. And also where the hell are you wearing <laughs> these clothes?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like, so you true wanna, too
1: go out and be in public and wear your Aritzia outfit or your Frank and Oak, you know, great jacket or whatever you're you're buying online. Um, so, yeah, really smart. Mm-hmm. Who else is doing it well for you? Like um, brand extensions and brand stuff.
0: Well, you kind of alluded to this last week, and then so I did do – I dug into a little bit more to kind of see what was up. So mm-hmm. Indigo, as I was doing my research for sort of, you know, my my – cozy nesting and all of that um the we i think i mentioned it's called we the new brand that they did so yeah yeah i'm so interested in this Mm -hmm. they hired a chief creative officer um his name is nathan williams and he is you're right he's the founder of kinfolk so that was sort of the connection to that so um this is kind of the first big thing he's done in this position for the company yeah so um it's basically like a home textile well it's textiles it's home decor um And so from reading just kind of up on it, you see a lot of really, um, they're using a lot of natural kind of colors. So, um, like woods and stones, and then there's those like really bright hues. There's this like beautiful red, Mm. it's kind of like oxblood almost red, um, throw, throw cushion and a, um blanket that i was looking at so yeah Mm. i guess it's just really inspired by i saw that he was just really inspired by sort of i think the word he used was the natural world (laughs) so (laughs) um yeah sounds like a designer but um so there's ceramic dishes there's serveware there's textiles um and then really cool i didn't even realize this and i have these but um he also did a kind of I don't know if the, a collaboration inside of a collaboration, but Root is a really famous candle maker. It's a really famous North American candle maker. Um, Sorry, it's one what's it called again? Root. Oh. Yeah. So it's one of the world's old. Well, it's one of North America's oldest candle makers. They're based in like I want to say Ohio in the states. Oh. Um, so they tapered them with. Uh, they. Collaborated with them to do this really cool tapered candles, and the price point on them is great. I think I think they were like ten bucks, and I have a set sitting on my. I'm looking at them right now on my kitchen table. So, oh, um, I love that. Mm-hmm. So go check that out because I think it's kind of cool, and the, again, the price point is very uh, in line with what you're going to find at Indigo, and there's always twenty percent off or fifteen percent off on the brands and, and stuff.
1: Exactly. Hats off to Indigo. Honest to God, they're, by all of their measure, they should not be around by now. Like a, a, no. a, a book <laughs> yeah. retailer in the face of Amazon and, you know, whatever. Um, it just makes no sense that Indigo would be the juggernaut it is in the Canadian retail landscape. And they Absolutely. did a wonderful job.
0: And it's because of stuff like this, right? Again, it's this sort it of is. innovation. It's sort of this um, kind of looking beyond the scope. They actually refer to themselves, I saw in a press release, um, the world's first cultural department store. So that's an interesting term that I've never heard, but I was like, that's kind of what they are, right? Like it's it's a culture, it's a Canadian culture. It feels very Canadian. Um, anyways, so they're killing it. So I'm happy to see that. I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah. What about you? What else are you, what else are you seeing?
1: Well, um, like one, and I guess that's picking off of kind of what, um, I've been shopping lately is, uh, Uniqlo, uh, we are huge or we're becoming very big fans of the U line. And this mm-hmm. is uh, for fashiony people who don't want to spend, you know, all the, you know, always spend so much on every piece and just want to kind of add. Um, the U line is wonderful. It's, it's designed by Christophe Lemaire. Um, And Lemaire, yes, and Christophe Lemaire is a kind of like an OG designer from Paris. Um, When I was, when I worked at fashion television, we used to cover, well, I remember uh, Jeannie covered Lemaire shows like in the eighties when he was just starting out <sighs> oh like, God. and I have, I've seen the footage and it's really exciting. And then Christophe Lemaire um, was the designer for Hermes for um, like ready to wear for quite a few years. And now he's working with Uniqlo, this Japanese brand of faster fashion. Um, definitely, you know, big stores, lots of volume and, mm-hmm. um, But creating these pieces that are not necessarily digestible. Like um, (laughs) there's some challenging silhouettes coming out of Uniqlo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, right? And, that's very intriguing to me also. Um, and this is nothing new for like these types of brands to do um, really, you know, great high end designer collaborations to bring in customers. Um, some do it better than others. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. One that's actually launched today. This is Thursday, November 12th that we're recording. And I think we're actually going to be able to <laughs> to launch these uh, podcasts on the day that we record, which is really yeah. exciting. For sure. Um, Jill Sander launched a, coll- oh, yeah. a collaboration with, uh, Uniqlo, which is like very exciting to me. Um, Jill Sander is a German designer who is just ubiquitous with minimal silhouettes, right. And Absolutely. very flattering cuts and very fashion forward yet. Like, you know, when you put on a Jill Sander suit, you're just like, so perfect for whatever you need it for um it just looks so good and it's just right um that's the type of designer jill sander is and i think it's a really good fit um so like honest to god i think they're doing such a good job mm-hmm. they have a lot of other ones like in a in a de la fresange which you bought a dress from
0: i did i um, brought just a recently. silk wrap dress uh like a beautiful black silk wrap dress mm-hmm. Amazing. And again, the price point on this, this is an actual silk dress. I think I got it for I mean, I did get it on sale, but yeah, I think it was a hundred bucks I paid for it when we were in Edmonton. And
1: gorgeous. Like gorgeous. really a gorgeous dress. Yeah. And they have a collabor- they have an ongoing collaboration with JW Anderson, which is an English That's designer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, one thing that I can waffle on, like, for example, the Jill Sanders stuff is not necessarily cheap for this line right for Uniqlo what you're used to paying like Mm -hmm. a blazer will be three hundred dollars and then yeah right and then I'm thinking sometimes what stops me from buying from these collaborations is that well why do I need like three things from this collaboration? Why don't I just pool that money and buy one spectacular piece from Jill Sanders actual line? You know,
0: Uh, that's a, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. That happened to me before.
1: It is right. Like that, that's happened to me before with some of the H and M fashion collaborations where I'm thinking, okay, this stuff is, actually quite expensive for H&M. There's a lineup out the door, which pisses me off. Um, (laughs) People camping out. And, um, you know, there's like a real perceived, you know, demand for it. Yet it's a big, big company creating a lot of, it's still fast fashion, right? They're just taking the designs and translating them to how they manufacture. And yeah, then it kind of just Mm. made me feel less Mm -hmm. like, like it's less prestigious. And I'm like, okay, maybe i'm not so into it all the time so it still has to be the right thing that you really want right
0: that's true and i think that's what i loved about when you i had no idea about the u so there's Uniqlo has its own kind of brand and then they have the u collection but that's mm-hmm. which is design which is has its own designer and that is year round that's not just like a one that's
1: always happening yes
0: so that's really cool i and i think you kind of have said that you you tend to go towards that u line because you just feel like the quality is a little bit better and the designs are a bit better yeah. so yeah and then That's I'm getting to know
1: my sizing and so mm. it's easier to order and all those types like of things. That.
0: I like H&M that. has
1: some interesting things going on right now though. Like speaking of, of um, brand diffusions, H&M, Zara, lots of these brands have home lines, mm-hmm. which I think is um, smart because you know, why not urban outfitters? Why not? Anthropology. They all create homeware. So you can, you can really embody that brand in more places than just your closet.
0: Oh, it's so smart. I know. And I was... So uh, Dion von Furstenberg, a famous designer, known for her kind of clothing. It's funny because yeah. she's not actually known for, cl- um, for home decor. She's known for known, clothing. Kn- no, wrap but her dress, homes...
1: Right? See, her personal spaces are always like famous, right? True. Like that, maybe that's what it is, right? Her own personal style and her stores were so great.
0: Yeah, so H&M Home announced a couple of days ago that they'll be launching a collection, a collaboration with her. Um it's set to launch they just kind of said early 2021, so who knows oh. what the date on that. Yeah, so it's basically going to be from what from what I can gather, it's kind of all the vibrant prints that she's known for. She is known for those really bold sort of mm-hmm. you could see a print and know it's her. Um yes. Yeah, so it'll be on her it'll be on the vases, cushion, covers, blankets, candles, all of that kind of stuff. So that'll be an interesting one to look for. You know you know I will be looking for that in January. <laughs> Cause Ricky and I actually went to HM home when we were in Edmonton. It was my first experience going to one. And I was really impressed with it. Like I think Yeah, yeah it's not the place you're gonna, you know invest in big things but for so I don't know I'm a big like let's change things up from season Mm. to season get some new candlesticks get some different vases in different colors get some cushion covers that kind of stuff it's a great place to you know it's the fast fashion of home decor it's the same idea um but the candlesticks Uh, I bought were great and the vase I love so there you go and
1: I I think that it's not it's fast fashion and it's fashion fast home decor but it it doesn't have to be um in your mind, like an unethical purchase. Because if you're buying that piece and using it for a long time or oh, exactly. trying to get as much wear or as much play out of it as possible, um, and it is keeping something out of the landmine or the f- landmine, um, <laughs> landfill,
0: landfill, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, then, then it's good.
0: For sure. And I think, you know, again, mixing things up, there's cushion. I don't want – I was really into the whole um, – <laughs> like a true millennial, the millennial pink, the blush in the last year. And then I just was like, no, I'm over this. So in the fall, stripped my house of it. But I didn't throw it out. I put it all in a bin and put it in my storage and then put out some really like rich textures and some bolder, darker colors. I know that, you know, in a few months I'll be over that and I'll be digging back out for all that kind of pink stuff. And the the more... Springy stuff, you know?
1: It can feel really nice to rediscover some things that you haven't had in rotation for a while, right? So it feels like shopping. <laughs> so.
0: Yes, and packing it up and putting it away. So I, you know, I do this with my closet. Like I actually um, pack up winter stuff, put it away out when it's out of season, um, and put it in you know, those Ikea, those great Ikea store under the bed storage bags or put it down in my storage locker and bins. And then it's like, I'm almost switching stuff out. And before I put it back in my closet, before I put it back out, it forces me to be like, do you actually like this? Because now yeah. you're putting this back in your closet. And it's also just feels fresh. Like, it's is it sparking of
1: joy in your hand?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right? yes. Marie Kondo.
0: Yeah. I mean, this isn't new information for, I think most people do that, but Anyway, no, so but it's um, a
1: good exercise to do. Yeah. Okay. So I um I created a little roundup of a fast and dirty list of like brands, kudos and um oh, yeah, you know, for brands and fashion lines and retailers and designers Ooh. who've done really good extensions, brand extensions, collaborations, things like that. Don't go through. it. Yes, okay. please. Well, one that sparked this idea was Avon.
0: Oh, this is
1: so <laughs> which is a really big um like huge billions of billions of dollars of revenue a year like Avon is actually a really big presence in um, the world's cosmetic scenes especially yeah. North America um, so they're creating flagship locations like brick and mortar locations I which I think is like so hilarious but of course like they have a product line and maybe the day of the Avon lady that comes to your house which literally happened when I was growing up we had her oh, her yeah. name was Ile- Eileen Wink <laughs> I remember her, Eileen Wink, would come That's over so to great. our place and like, you know, all those little, remember the little lipsticks they would give? Like little, oh they were little like, I don't know, like little chocks. Oh, so My cute. Nana
0: used to give everyone soap on a rope for Christmas. All oh, the men in our family sure. got soap on a rope for Christmas. And then we finally one year trolled her publicly, shamed her at a Christmas in front of the stop whole family it. and told her, <laughs> stop. stop it, Nana. So awful. But yeah. <laughs> right. But there are
1: some, you know, like. Avon definitely brings back so many good members memories to people, but their their line is vast. It's hard to experience. Like they sell a lot of fragrance. And if you're not having those touch points with the, um, an Avon lady or an Avon person, uh, then it's really hard. So now they have, they're opening up three flagship locations in Canada. Um, nothing in Calgary, but I think they're Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver type of thing. Sounds um, right, yeah. Where, where you can go meet with your representative or a rep or um, an experience the full line. They'll have every single Avon product there. That's...
0: Blows really my mind. It, yeah, it, it, it
1: is interesting. Um,
0: it'll see. It'll be interesting to yeah. see if they rebrand. So if your Instagram is flooded soon with influencers testing out Avon products, we'll know, right? Because it'll be like, interesting done to see bit. if they. Yeah, yeah, they've done
1: a bit, and they should really um, play up the heritage aspect. Like, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's it's like it's stuff that your grandma loved, and there's new stuff, right? Like, so you can go get the skin so soft that will remind you of. Yeah, You know what I mean? Of your grandma, um, or growing up. And then you can also get the new retinal products that are really advanced and from their laboratory, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So that made me think of this. So one, um, uh, okay. One person that, or brand or entity that's doing this really well, moving into different spaces is Goop. Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop. Ah. And you know what I think the key to her success there is not being territorial with her brand. Um, So Goop, obviously, is Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle. Like, it started out as kind of like a newsletter, right? So it was just, you know, vagina scrubs and, (laughs) you know, (laughs) whatever... She had like billion dollar placenta smoothies and stuff like yeah. that. So um and and you know, people got really brand aligned and uh, for good or for bad, um she got a lot of negative and positive press around it, but it's She's like a
0: such a polarizing person. It's such so a polarizing person. But, yeah. but
1: the people who identify with Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop <laughs> are passionate and truly trust her, like mm-hmm. really trust her. Absolutely. Um and so Goop started selling, creating marketplaces and um selling all the products that they're starting to um you know align with and recommend and then they're creating their own fashion line now they have a a skincare line um but it exists in the you know in the universe of all those other brands um they'll have um i don't know dr sturm um or whatever stroom or sturm um face creams right next to the goop face creams on their site and it's not like cannibalizing one another they're like make your choice here's we're going to give you a lot of options but they're hmm. all approved by us you know and and you can go get goop skincare at um at sephora now right so
0: oh that's right yeah
1: really good job of of parlaying you know into uh, another type of space uh, another this is a Canadian company, Wantless Essentials. Um, I'm saying that (laughs) wrong, I'm sure, but they've opened the Want Apothecaries. And so they'll have, you know, their beautiful leather and fashion goods next to um, other brands like acne and, and brands that are aligned, right? So they're giving you more. They're just giving you like bigger choices, more choices, more selection, more of an immersive experience and creating a lifestyle around their brands rather than giving you less, 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 just us, just us, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm liking that.
0: I also think it's part of that bigger trend of companies kind of wanting to sort of position themselves or bolster the fact that they're experts in their field. And -hmm. yes, they produce this, but they also are not afraid to kind of Acknowledge the other brands or other people that are doing the same thing, right? Exactly. I think mm-hmm, I think that's where we saw a rise of, you know, we call them custom publications. Some people call them content marketing, but where people sort of started developing magazines. Um, Airbnb has its own magazine, and it, it it's a yeah. lifestyle magazine, it's a travel magazine, and it's 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 promoting Airbnb, but it's also promoting travel and again just really positioning itself as sort of a leader in its industry and not afraid to do that and I think it's so it's fascinating to see that that trend has been around for quite a few years and now lifestyle brands are getting into that too
1: and they are too like um, Mm Net-A-Porter you know parlayed their online shop into Porter Mr. Porter and probably one of the most famous examples yeah a famous famous example of like creating content and it's so i've worked in in pr now and it's sometimes it's really hard to convince clients that they need to have branded content they need to own their content they need to be a lifestyle or you know leaders in their categories Absolutely. and a great way to do that is through content and non and not not crazy branded content necessarily, but no, not just content like,
0: that's selling something necessarily. No, right? but it's mm-hmm. it's
1: enriching, it's bringing something to your customer. Um, hotel, it's uh, and it's immersing your customer into the brand. And I think one really interesting way trend right now is that hotels are doing that. Brands are doing yeah. opening hotels to create immersive experiences <laughs> for their brand. Like, oh my god. <laughs>
0: It's it's wild. Yeah. It's a crazy trend that's happening right now.
1: Like I love Muji, right? So I Mm. love, I love Muji stores. I just love going in them. They actually do really a great job of keeping you in the store for a long time. It's such a great experience. Well, when I'm, you know, traveling and I see that there's a Muji hotel, I think that's intriguing. You know, I trust the brand. I like the experience. So I might go there.
0: Oh, I, I totally agree. And I think, I think that's such a cool, that's such a cool, it's so outside the box and it's, but it's so innovative and that's, that's how brands survive. And I mean, look at Virgin, uh, Virgin hotels, Virgin airlines, right? Richard Branson's Virgin group launched a whole line of hotels. Um, so far they're just in Chicago, Dallas and Nashville, but it's the same idea. It's kind of like, you know, you could have flown there on Virgin airlines and then you can stay in their hotel. And again, it's a very, um, very well marketed, very well branded, um, designed um, the spaces. It, it's really cool. The concept is really cool.
1: I think it's, it's brilliant. Any other kind of thoughts on on these brand extensions? Anything you're looking forward to or, or wish? Do you have a wish like a brand would? Is there a struggling Ooh. brand out there that you wish would, you know, do some sort of extension or Hudson's move Bay? into it? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. The HBC Stripes.
0: Mm-hmm. Do a good
1: job of of True. creating bread extensions, but True, that's yeah. that But but that's all they kind of are doing right now, right? The uh, yeah, I yeah, I want to see
0: Hudson's Bay Cafe. Speaking of, and so they did do this. To be fair, I think what Canoe is in the Hudson's Bay Building in Toronto. Is that right? That Oliver and Bonacini and the Guild here in in Calgary is um, in the Hudson's Bay Building. It's not, not building.
1: Canoe. It's called Bannock. Bannock. Um, that's what it yeah.
0: is. Yeah. But I mean they don't feel like yes they're in the buildings cuz they kind of have this sort of prime real estate in these major cities in Canada but i I'd, I'd like to see more yeah like a cafe a like point. what a did and that kind of stuff i wanted to feel more ingrained i mean simons here in calgary they even have a little cafe inside of their inside of their space like on the 4th floor of simons there's ones or 3rd floor so i i feel like i want right. to see more of that from indigo or sorry from hudson's bay i think,
1: I think that's think, a really yeah. good i hudson bay i love hate, right? Like I love the brand. I love them. I love them. And I cheer for them. I really root them on. And then I go sometimes and I'm like, guys, get it together, get it together. together." But I just know it's hard. Right.
0: Yeah. Stop using these systems like it from the, from the seventies in your stores. But I will say I noticed, and I'm again, blown away. So their campaigns, um, through the fall were really great. And then I've just seen Catherine O'Hara, Annie Murphy, who played, um, Alexis and Moira on Schitt's (laughs) Creek. They're doing these beautiful Hudson's Bay Christmas campaigns. Like, I don't know if you've seen the photo. theres I've seen billboards. I've seen ads. I've seen it all. It's stunning. And they both look beautiful. The sets that they built are wild. And the gift guides that Hudson's Bay has put out are incredible. Like, they look like like professional editorial gift guides. You know, the stuff that you and I used to strive for back years ago. So I... (gasps) I'm interested I think I that is really cool to me. That's I a good I'm, signal. I'm watching them. I'm watching yeah, Hudson's Bay very closely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: they it's do or die right now I think and they need to they will. I think they'll survive. They they have the I history. They, they have the the provenance in in Canada. Yep. Um speaking of which, gift guide. So Sarah and uh... I pride ourselves on being kind of like gift guide whisperers. <laughs> We're good at gifts.
0: We are. Yeah. I I think you're really good, but we're going to do, we're going to do a gift guide. We're going to do a gift guide this year and we're going to put it out end of December. Sorry, not end of December, end of November, (gasps) early December. So we're going to do it. um,
1: So be on the lookout. All 17 of you could get that (laughs) gift guide into your (laughs) inbox. So. Um, we'll figure out a way to deliver.
0: (laughs) No, but we're excited. It'll be our first, it's our first gift guide collaboration in years. So I think, uh, we have big dreams for it, but we'll see what we can, we'll see what we can pull off. So we've said it here. We've said it now. We have to commit to it.
1: We will commit to it. And we'll do a special episode of the gift guide. And also just like, I don't know, I'd love to know from you, like, what are the best gifts you've ever given? What's your gift that you give the most? Like what are, you know, what's been your most sentimental gift that's been given to you, all those types of things. I'm just interested in knowing about that in you, Sarah. I don't know, like I'm sure we've talked about this a million times, but I forget everything so easily.
0: I know. I mean, yeah. Should we should we cover that maybe at another one, or do you want to go into it? Because I'm like, I don't know. I need time maybe to brainstorm. But <gasps> oh, I what think when I know we you launch,
1: have... well, let's how how about we do it when we launch the gift guide. Perfect. We'll do a special like Christmas episode. It. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Well, should what we? Are... Sorry. Go well, ahead. what
1: are you? Oh, well, I'm just interested. I, I know that you might be splurging on an item soon. I don't want to like jinx it, but what are you thinking? Like, you might treat yourself soon. I have Intel. What I are want you to thinking?
0: On a purse purchase? Just like
1: on a purchase. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking right now? What are your top contenders?
0: Well, I need a new computer, obviously. So yeah, <laughs> that's you know, on my too. list. So boring, though. I'm like, I don't really want to buy a new computer. So that is. I've been thinking about really going for like a high-end purse purchase, like we were talking yesterday about the Louis Vuitton, um, the Carryall tote, just like a classic mm-hmm. bag from them. I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I feel like this is going to be something, something I'm gonna have to think about for years. But um, it's hard, to,
1: it's hard to drop a few thousand or a couple yeah. grand on something on any Absolutely. one thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So,
0: but uh, I'll be, I'll be stocking that. I'll be looking at those bags. I need to. I, I said this last week. I need a new black leather bag. So. I'm going to. Um, I have a couple contenders. I'll I'll unveil them soon. But so there's yeah there's some big sort of investment purchases I think I'm going to be making in yeah. the next few months. Um, but just kind of something that I know is on my radar next. I've I've been seeing and I'm about to pull the trigger on it. I think is the Amica. Is that it's a it's the hair dryer brush. I don't know if anyone's seen this. It's at Sephora, my hair salon that I go to here in Calgary. They carry it as well. And I've just heard amazing things about it. It's like... Um, oh. Yeah. It's sort. I mean, it, I don't know how to explain what a blow dryer brush is. But yeah. It, it's, oh, no, it's I a blow know. Dry, yeah. I've oh, heard, everyone know this knows this now. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. So it's an amazing price point, too. I feel like it's like $120. And I've hmm. heard it has amazing reviews. My hairstylist is like, this is an amazing product. It'll work great on your hair. So... I think by next week, I, you might find out that I'm the proud Omer or I might ask for it for Christmas for my mom. So we'll see. True,
1: You know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I bought the Revlon like brush styler. Oh yeah. And I don't use it. I could just give it to you, but I know you want this one. You want the Amika one.
0: <sighs> yeah. I can, think... it's
1: weird for, to use someone else's hairstyler, Right.
0: No, I mean, I would try it, but like I've just, I, I I just, I've heard that I've, I've used ones in the past and I've been very sort of underwhelmed by them. I know, but I don't know the marketing on this one is selling me because I'm a sucker for that stuff, admittedly, but
1: Absolutely. So- and you know what, Sephora, if you don't like it, take it back.
0: Oh, absolutely. So I, I do like that with the, there's not really like a huge risk for me here if I buy this, totally. but what about you? What are your, what are you? Uh-
1: well, I too am looking for a black bag. Mm-hmm. And I oh I think I said this last time the Agnès B Bay, it's you Agnes didn't. B and I asked Matt how to say it in French um, with a French accent and he said Agnès Bay Bay, oh. so I'm like whatever Agnes <laughs> did I not tell you this? <laughs> you okay, didn't. no. So I'm really obsessed with finding a black bag, because as we all know, the black bag I currently own makes me look like a robber (laughs) um, in every store. It's true. It's true. Now I just can't think of anything else. When I'm walking into a store, I'm like, how do I look to these people? It looks (laughs) like I'm going to steal so much stuff. Anyway, so um, this Anya Bay um, Boston bag Looked really promising. Matt gave it the big thumbs down. So, I think I said that last episode. No, maybe not.
0: I can't remember. Maybe now I don't know. But okay, yeah. And I think I, you told me yesterday when we were at the mall. Maybe about it so. For sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I too am looking um, to buy a new computer. And they just launched like the brand new MacBooks and the MacBook Airs. Like right now is a really good time to buy that stuff because it's the the latest, newest technology for from Apple, which I always think you should always buy. The latest, the newest, the best, the most powerful from Apple because it kind of just their life cycles aren't very long, uh, right? It so it
0: itself so quickly. I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, so that's going to be happening soon too.
0: Ugh, listen to us. We're like spending our money on practical things. It's so boring.
1: It's <laughs> so boring. Computer. Okay. okay. Hey, we're a sub one hour.
0: Look at this. I think we're going to come in. Yeah. Like f- under, under, well, under an hour. So, okay. Yeah, well,
1: us. guys. Um thanks for listening.
0: I know if you've made it this far into our second episode, we, we greatly appreciate it. And let us know what you think of the format. If you like a little bit more structure, I like a little bit more structure personally. I, I do think too. I,
1: I enjoyed delving into a topic, right? So I think that's yeah. smart for us. And, um, a uh, little bit of news, if anyone has any hot tips. Again, PR, Ooh. guys, if you want us to, like, <laughs> share your news, check Let out your know. swag, do anything like that. But the only caveat is that we're going to be honest. So yeah. these are our own experiences. I think that um, authenticity is key right now in in oh, God, every aspect yeah. of the world. And we can't be not be authentic. So just, just so you know. <laughs>
0: yeah it's true we'll be yeah we've got with our
1: charming selves right like no one's gonna get trashed and if you don't like what you're hearing unsubscribe there you go just don't listen again (laughs) (laughs) um okay that's a good way to end this yeah well
0: have a good have a good week stay warm i mean calgary is you know it's getting better but uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna start uh keep my eyes open for gifts now this is gonna be on my radar so
1: this is it i'm excited Till next time, guys. Bye. Happy shopping.